Hello, welcome to the first episode of Politics for Teens. I am your host, Becca, and we discuss the how politics and society affect the daily lives of teenagers. Um, that was very uh, robotic and podcasty, but this is not what the podcast is going to be. We're going to keep it very casual, but we are going to be talking about some important topics. And um, I'd first like to introduce who I am. Uh, I'm a high school senior that live in the middle of nowhere in America, in the Midwest. And I particularly does not have enough credibility to be hosting this. I'm not a politician. I didn't get a degree in it. But I did ask these questions of myself um, to myself. Why am I the person to be hosting this? You know, what credibility, what knowledge do I have? Another one of my personalities was like, let me answer your question with another question. If not you, then who? Just like how um, Hermione, no, not Hermione, Emma Watson did in her speech at the UN uh, for the He for She movement. I think that was 2016. You guys could look it up. But I just realized there was nobody else who was doing um, a podcast like this. And if there is, let me know because um, maybe I should stop doing this. I just, but all jokes aside, I thought that there was nobody else in the world really doing this and i've observed how teenagers are and apathetic towards society and politics and after i've had um social justice as a class for two years and i've been very politically um, active for all throughout my teenage years i just realized that the education of politics towards teens are not um, right they're not engaging they're not nice and they don't make sure that teens care about it. And I hope that this podcast does it. I hope this podcast is informative, thoughtful, intellectual, and fun. And funny at times. Um, though I am no comic, I've had my fair share of John Mulaney. And I think everybody. That's like our generational like trope, John Mulaney. But today's episode, um, let's go right into today's episode. Today's episode is titled, What Does It Mean to Be a Teenager in America? We have to first explore this topic of teenager and um, the, the generation. Therefore, we can see how our existence in America relates to politics and relates to society. And I want this podcast to be very interactive with our audience. And so I asked our listeners, asked people teenagers all around the country i just went on reddit forums you know um i don't know if any of our listeners know but there's all these reddits are like applying to college um applying to with a two number and um ask a question and but we're going to be talking about teenagers and their existence in america so i did collect all these the answer to the question what does it mean to be a teenager in america and the answers have been actually very shocking and baffling and, of course, diverse. And um, these are our first answer came from Jordan from Atlanta. And he says that being a teenager is a weird balance of a d- 
desire to be unique and different, but also a fear of being too different, ostracized slash not fitting in. I think um, the way Jordan said it is like that this weird balance. And I, I think everybody can relate to that because um, of things like fast fashion and how our generation is so um, monochromatic. That's not the right word. Monochromatic is not the right word. But like just, you know, how everybody has that one pair of superstar Adidas. And everybody dresses the same. And you feel like you need to be this unique individual in order to be cooler. But you also don't want to not, uh, don't want to be ostracized for not fitting in. And um, another person from Samantha from Los Angeles said that it means fear with a thumbs up emoji. Yeah. I really do like that sometimes, Samantha. Anissa from Austin, Texas. Actually, I'm going to save that. Um, it's pretty spicy, so we're going to save that to the end. A listener from Lanham, Maryland, said that it means having no control over 95% of things that directly impact you. Um, a listener from Sacramento, California, said it means clout chasing for views and attention. Um, Catherine from Virginia. This was very shocking. It means better opportunities for my future. Uh, Cladicia from Denver said that being a teenager means hopping on TikTok and recreating the same dance moves over and over again. Um, Cladicia, we get it. We get we get all of you. I think TikTok is such a weird generational thing. Like, there's so much diversity on there. There's like all these hot guys and hot girls, um, like being the most mediocre dancers or just doing the most like banal things like the most boring things and then there's also these like really impressive people um like nurses and doctors giving psa giving advice and i don't i think i like tiktok i have i don't know i have a very hate and um love and hate relationship with tiktok um click neha from denver also says being a teenager in america means that you have to compete with others if you want to dream bigger Hashtag flawed society. Um, shout out to Neha from being uh, for being woke, I guess. Um, Chad from Santa Cruz said, vaping in the bathroom. Actually, it's like I made that up. <laughs> uh, I made that up to make um, my podcast more spicy, but all the other ones are true. I can detest. Kevin from Massachusetts said that having the freedom to pursue interests outside of school and have peers who, this, who do the same so you can collaborate with them. All of these answers are different, but there's the same similarity that none of these answers actually directly refer to politics. They don't refer to um, politics, but these all have political undertones. Some things like it means fear with a thumbs up. It means um, having no control over 90% of things that directly impact them. Um, The teenager population are very concerned with politics and society and they do understand that um, but they are all like everybody's dealing with their own shit and um, I think this comes out a lot because I mean we have we're a generation that has no representation first of all like kids get representation from their parents somehow they have a voice and adults can go vote for themselves and they can be represented uh, in the Senate. Um, teenagers are supposed to be individuals, so their parents don't give them enough like 
voice. Um, the, the parents don't vouch for them. But we cannot vote and we feel very voiceless. So I think this leads to a lot of apathy in political activism. And also we feel like there's really nothing we can do. But I mean, we've seen a surge of um, teenage activists and kid activists like Greta Thunberg. But I think this leads to um, low voter turnout and voter apathy in later generations, even after we get the right to vote because this lingering feeling of, oh, I really can't do anything. I don't have a power just lingers on. And there's interesting statistics on this topic. Uh, young people are not active members of um, society when it comes to politics. In the 2016 presidential election, 70.9% of citizens 65 plus or baby boomers voted while only 46.1% of people age 18 to 29 voted. And so if you can see that 70.9% voter turnout for baby boomers, and then only 46.1%. There's way more people aged 18 to 29 in America than there is people aged 65 over, although we have a lot of baby boomers. They're only like, old people are only like 10% of the population. However, they're voting two times more than us. Their voices are getting represented two times more. And the most harsh reality of this is that um, this voter turnout this year, voter turnout for people aged 45 to 64 and 65 up was actually low from the last year. The last year it was around 75%, but in this presidential election when Trump got elected, only 70%. So this was actually low for old people, but still their voices were heard. And there were these people who voted for Trump were old people voting for Trump. And in like less famous or less popular elections, like the midterm election of 2018, um, people age 65 plus had a voter turnout of 66.1%, while people aged 18 to 29 had 35.6% um, voter turnout, which is an increase from 2014. Uh, in 2014, the voter turnout for age 20, 18 to 29 was actually only 20%. And I think this um, puts into perspective how... Although we have the surge of new leaders and new political activists that are young and that are children and that are teenagers, the voter turnout for people from 18 to 29 are actually really low and it's still being low. So I think people got a shock in 2016 and during the Trump election. Um, and so before that year, two years ago, it was only 20%. Only 20% of people aged 18 to 29 showed up. Um, Voting should at least be 50% of the population and over. So real democracy is not being represented. And the number is so staggering just because there's three times more people, old people, making decisions for us and we're not voting. And I'm not, you know, I'm also 18 and we've not, the podcast is not here to seek blame. And I think the number one reason for this is because people have to be informed. They have to be in active member of politics and have to um, have all the tools and education and information ready to make decisions and they have to grow habits they have to know how to vote they have to be know how to register to vote and they have to develop habits of voting and this doesn't get developed um, they just you know tell you this is the three branches executive legislative and judicial now you're 18, go vote, go. They don't tell you anything, you know? 
just like how our, our education system fails um, all the time on everything. But being a teen in America is, you know, dealing with a lot of shit, not having a voice. And I think the biggest example of this is another example. Um, I told you guys so, saved um, Anissa's uh, answer from Austin that um, she said that it means being tired of being tired. Um, being a teenager means being tired of being tired. Having your parents place their highest hopes on you to make it far in life. To continue to do school when all you really want to do is sleep. It also means that when you're at home cooking, working, not cooking, I don't know where I got that. When you're at home working, it's heartbreaking to watch your not as high achieving counterparts to go out and do things you thought was what being a teen was. But between school, grades, and extracurriculars, all you want to do is sleep. Oof, uh, our girl Anissa is really going through it. I think, thank you for sharing that Anissa. And being a teen in America is put into perspective by all these answers. And I think although we all have different lives, we all, we all go through the same, you know, shit. We have to go to school, you know, for eight hours, sit at, at a place where our teachers do not really respect us. And if we do voice our own, like, we don't have a lot of representation. And if we do voice it, we're disrespectful or we're you know, troublesome or troublemaker. And on that note, I'd like to read one of my favorite replies. It's just a really good reply from Izzy Lloyd. Um, quote, I'd say being a teenager feels at once scary and empowering. Scary because in our age group, we were born right after 9-11 and graduating with the coronavirus. We're the first age group that truly had to deal with society and all of its implications on our lives and privacy. We were ground zero for one of the greatest societal changes ever, and our group took most of the negative effects. At the same time, our generation is empowered and strong. We speak out for issues that remain important to us and for our political beliefs. We care about society, about the world, about each other, because so much has happened to us. From Greta Thunberg to the March for Our Lives movement, we seize the opportunity to make our voices heard. The reason why this reply from Izzy sums up the entire episode and was one of, is my favorite is this. We are the generation that has it the worst. We don't have it good like other people say we do. We're the generation that has to deal with climate change. Climate change for God's sake. Yeah, our parents have to walk five miles to school or do research in a library like using actual books. But they didn't have to deal with entire ecosystems collapsing because of global temperatures rising. They didn't have to accept the impending doom of humanity because the people that should be doing something isn't doing anything. But no matter how messed up it is, there is an upside. We are a generation that also has a good. I know it's a paradox, but we have the internet to educate us on anything we want. We can break the cycles of racism or antiquated ideas of our parents by exposing ourselves to a myriad of perspectives and stories. We have the ability to make a change to a certain point. For example, me, I'm a powerless high school student. 
but I also volunteer on the Bernie Sanders 2020 campaign from my bedroom, from my laptop. And I'm also bringing this podcast to you from my closet. I'm literally in my closet um, because I don't have a studio with nothing um, but a laptop and a mic. So finally, what does it mean to be a teenager in America? It means we're screwed in all honesty, totally screwed. But it also means we are capable and equipped with all the opportunities to do something about it. If we get educated, if we get united, and if we get our priorities straight, we can do it. We can do something and we can change. It means that we have yet to discover what we can do. This was Becca, brought to you uh, from my bedroom closet. Thanks for listening in. See you next time. Goodbye.